Hi, you've reached the Caldwells. Please leave a message and we will get back with you just as soon as we <laughs> Welcome to the RV Work-Life Balance Podcast with your traveling nomadic hosts, Sherry and Russ Caldwell. Hey, that's us. We're living the dream. Working from home, baby. No matter where home is. And you can too. How is it possible that I'm back here again? We record this every week. Woo! This is so much work. I I don't know why you make me do all this work. (laughs) Anyways, I'll still say cheers. Cheers, everybody. (laughs) Cheers. All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. We really appreciate you coming back. And uh, I want to start with something. We're getting some feedback from the podcast. It's, it's we love awesome. hearing from you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for all the feedback. So the comments and the feedback has been really appreciated. Thank you so much for that. Keep it coming because it gives us ideas on what works, what doesn't, what you're trying to, st- what you're trying to solve or understand. We'll use it in our upcoming podcast. What's funny? What's not? What's not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's interesting because what's cool about what we do is we get to travel so much, and it's it's amazing. It didn't hit me till like a couple of weeks ago. I was like. We get to say the same thing every week, which is like, where are we today? And And it's always different. It's always different. (laughs) You know, it's so cool. So where are we today? Today, we are at the Grand Ecor. Is that how you say it? Ecor? Ecor. Ecor. It's like Eclair. It's French for bluff. The bluff. Mm, Yeah. Anyway, so we're at the Grand Ecor, (laughs) (laughs) COE campground in... Natchitoches, Louisiana, which is actually spelled Natchitoches. Which is more fun to say it that way. But you're sick, but yeah. it's Natchitoches. Natchitoches. That's what the little wah, wah. visitor's guide says. Natchitoches. And COE is Corps of Engineers, which is really cool. <laughs> we like those. Yes. So we're here in Louisiana this week, mm-hmm. um, but our hearts are still in Mississippi. Oh. Why is that? Because. <laughs> well, because we, I think we might have mentioned this. We got we to go. Did. Yeah, we got to mention. We got to uh, see our our oldest son, who happened to be doing some training in Gulfport, Mississippi. He's in the Navy. We really Ten appreciate everyone in the, in the military. Thank yeah. you. But uh, yeah, he is making a transfer from his current location in Hawaii to the cool island of Guam. Back to Guam, baby. Yeah. So, but he had to come here to Mississippi, or where we were in Mississippi, uh-huh. to uh, do some training because he's got a new role. What's that? He's got a new job or unit yeah. uh, in the EOD, which I was like, oh, is that in the it w- in the education department? <laughs> it's and got he's the right like, letters. No, it's the explosive Ordnance Disposal Unit. They blow stuff up. Oh, super. Like Hurt Locker, <laughs> the movie. It is. It Great. is. Great. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm an IT mom. I'll be okay. IT and communications. Um, and then, uh, so he came to um, Gulfport, Mississippi for this training. Uh, it, and its acronym is ECS. Okay. What's that? Well, that's expensive expeditionary combat skills mm-hmm. <laughs> which is very physical hardcore training outdoors in the heat 
with the guns and yeah. Humvees turning upside down. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, my heart is going. Yeah. You know, <laughs> our son's is in, in communications and IT. And, you know, when he said he was doing the EOD stuff, the explosive ordnance stuff and disposal, I was like, you know, if you're in IT and you're doing this, this, this explosive ordinance, it reminds me of the Office Space movie. I imagine him going out and smashing up a printer. You know, that's his job in IT is to take care of that. <laughs> but no, he's doing the no. real things. He's actually with the whole team that, that does that because they all have to be trained in those same skills. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, met a Navy guy in... Uh, Blaine, Washington, when mm-hmm. we were up at home, they were next door to us, and we were talking about uh, our son and this new assignment. And um, and he's like, does does your kid work out? And I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, he, he, did, he does okay. He's like, those guys are hardcore. And I'm like, he's in IT and communications. He'll be okay. And he's like, mm, the whole team goes down by me. Yeah. Great. Okay. All right. We are super proud of our kid yeah. and all of our military yeah. men and women. It's going to make me cry. And he's really <laughs> good at that, though. He really enjoys it, and he's good at it, he So, is. and he's enjoying it. So it was great. We got to spend time with him there, and that was super special because when he's been you know, overseas, and whether it was in Guam or other places. Ten years. It's hard to go see him. Yeah. But, hey, you're going to be in Mississippi. Our house moves. Let's go see you. So we got to spend two weeks in uh, coastal Mississippi so yeah. that we could be there and hang out whenever he had time. And we dodged the hurricanes because <laughs> that's hard to do sometimes. In September, yeah. yeah. It's the most active month. Yeah. So, uh, and there was actually no what, hurricanes. What was the, I can't remember the name of the big storm, but there was a big one that was coming by. It was a category five and it turned at the last second before it went north. We don't <laughs> You're have putting to, me on the spot. I know, I know. <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't matter. But it was, uh, that one we thought might be headed our way. And we got lucky. It made a turn, went north, and, uh, you know, didn't uh, cause any problems. And that was great. Not too much, yeah. Yeah. We don't usually have that luck is all I meant. So. <laughs> but it, it has been hot. It was very hot. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to complain about that, you know. It's, it's Except for our kid who was out in the, in the field. That's right. My air conditioning was great, so I didn't <laughs> notice that much. Aww. But... We had the same problem. We mentioned this last time. Yeah, the stupid ants. <laughs> it was battle of the ants the entire time. Yeah. And then when we got here, too, to Louisiana. Yeah, I remember pulling away from there going, woohoo, no more ants. <laughs> we rolled in here to Louisiana. There's as many ants here, if, if, there's, if not more. I mean, I got out to help him park the... Back the rig up. Back the rig up. And I got bit. You stepped like, in I a red ant pile. I stepped in a red ant pile. Yeah, and got bit instantly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is a bad start. There's ants here. So we, luckily we carry anyway. all the stuff to get rid of them, and we, you know, we took care of those. But boy, <laughs> we are outnumbered here in a big way. Yeah. But anyways, it's all good. That was just a great experience. Yeah. Super excited that we got to do that. And that's one of the benefits of what we get to do. And yes. You know, that's, I loved it. Two so. weeks. We got it's incredible. To yeah, I mean, if we if we didn't do this and we would fly down to see him, we wouldn't be able to spend two weeks, and it would be very much different experience. Not like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We yeah. lived there together. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So anyways, all right, so I'll keep it moving. Um, what is the topic for today? Well, in view of spending this amazing two weeks with our kid, um, today we're, we're answering another frequently asked question is how to find the fun. 
while getting the job done. And we've got the top five tips, suggestions for how you go to a new place that you may never have been before and how you find the fun. What do you do? Okay. So number one, the first thing you want to do when you get to a new location is find the local visitor center. It's there. You can just Google it or put it on your map, visitor center, and it'll tell you where to go. And those are great places to go get all the brochures, find all the info, ask any questions, tell them what you like to do, and they'll say, oh, you got to do this and this and this. So the local visitor center. And we hit some of those, like if, if when we're driving, we hit some of those welcome centers at the rest areas in the state lines, right? Is that Right. Is that those are thing? like state visitor centers yeah. oh, on okay, a okay. big scale. Got so it. those are great to stop at whenever you see the welcome to sign. Generally exit one or two, you're going to get to the state welcome center. And they got snack machines there, by the way. Rest so areas. Yeah. Stop for those. Big, big. Our favorite. What was our favorite? I think it was Florida because they had like (laughs) jet planes, you know, it was cool Uh, up on, up on posts and stuff, real jets. It was really kind of cool. And we had to buy our Florida sun pass, which is also an easy pass for toll roads all over the place. Which has been good. That's Mm -hmm. super nice to have one pass. So you're right. We learned that there and used it all up the East Coast. Yeah. yeah, You get them out of a vending machine at the Welcome (laughs) Center. (laughs) You get your candy and you get your easy pass. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, Visitor Center, the second thing you do you can do online before you go is type in visit put the name of the city mm-hmm. like butte or cody or natchitoches <laughs> natchitoches natchitoches dot com and generally that will get you to the cbb for the area which is the convention and visitors bureau the visit is a um, oh. they use that a lot um uh so yeah that's a great source of information online just everything about the area or you could be like simple like me and just say google things to do in gulfport mississippi right example yes exactly (laughs) example (laughs) yes exactly for example (laughs) yeah um Another, okay, so another online thing that you can do, and I really like this one, and I'll put it in the show notes as a reminder. I do this, I post these on Facebook a lot too. There's a website called onlyinyourstate.com, and it's broken down into states, into cities, and they have a Facebook page. And it is so cool because they kind of consolidate all of the creepy, scary, historic, weird, just really interesting things about a particular location. I think last week I posted something about, or I shared something about the uh, ghost. Oh, I should have looked it up. Is it the ghost towns? (laughs) Ghost towns in New Mexico. It's like the scariest places. That's right. 
Yeah. Um, and we're headed that way. Yeah. For the Albuquerque Balloon Festival. She loves the ghost towns. Uh-huh. She loves the trolleys. There's certain things that like we're always looking for, and they're usually yeah. really fun. Like we were in. Yeah. I always mix it up. It's like Deadwood and what's the other one? Tombstone. Uh, Tombstone. We were in Tombstone, mm-hmm. and we did the tro- we did trolley, and then we did ghost trolley <laughs> at night. So talk about a combo there. That was really fun though. It so, was. Yeah. I mean. So that's, so, that's um, a good one. That reference, onlyinyourstate.com. It's just fun. Yeah. Because it's always really weird, interesting things. <laughs> yep. um, oh, okay. So number three, ask at the campground. When you get there, when you're checking in, hey, what are the best things to do around here? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have brochures. They're local experts. They have people coming to them, bringing them coupons and discounts and all the info about the local area. They're kind of like the camping concierge, you they know? absolutely are. Yeah. Or like a hotel We're in, the, get that in the lobby. Campingconcierge.com. <laughs> We've got that one now. So, Yeah. And that is actually how I found the Cody Cattle Company and the uh, uh, the dinner and the Cody Night Rodeo. That was so cool. That, so that's how you found that? Mm-hmm. They told me about it in the campground office. That was the best. While so, I was in registering and you were waiting. I was reading my phone, waiting. <laughs> I was you know, doing important stuff. Uh, so what else? Okay. Uh, number four, uh, RV Life. When I've talked about RV life before, Trip Wizard and campground reviews and all the information in one place. Well, when you're doing your research, you pop over into the review section on RV life. They give you um, other campers' reviews of the campground, but there's also a tips section. Not for money tips, but mm-hmm. a tips and tricks <laughs> right yeah um and other campers will always mention the cool things to do and where to go eat and and all the stuff that they found in that area near that campground so that is a great resource for some really good tips from other rvers okay cool okay and number five is mm-hmm. one of our favorites what other source of information for for really kind of cool things and places to camp in an area places to camp that are cool we'll take uh, 500 for that on the board that will be harvest hosts harvest hosts yeah correct yeah. yes you um we'll talk more about this in a minute specific to mississippi yeah our experience we've had some really cool harvest hosts that uh and this happened here in mississippi which we'll dive into in a second but there's some some neat things that we got into that we had no idea we were going to do right it wasn't just a yes. cool place to park the rig and stay the night or something it created this whole new like experience some of our massive photo shots where we just take hundreds of photos it's because we're a cool harvest host yes you know and harvest host is a membership organization it is Basically, you pay one fee, and then you have access to this magic map <laughs> of thousands of these super unique locations, like breweries, breweries, like where they make beer <laughs> and have really good food, like uh, wineries, 
uh, museums, farms. ranches, alpaca farms, yeah. or lavender farms. Lavender and we've done a, a number of these experiences. And it's basically an overnight stay. So when you're on the road and you're just going through someplace, it's a one-night stay for free mm-hmm. um, because you are a Harvest Host member. Also, golf yeah, um, we went to air museums, and space museums, and crazy yeah. things. We went to Bo Dukes. Uh, That's right, uh, Dukes of Hazard. Bo Dukes, his studio, his, his John studios. Schneider Studios in Holden, yeah. Louisiana. Oh, that was our first trip to Louisiana two years ago. That's on our website. That's not a cool <laughs> article, but uh, yeah, that's a cool place. He actually had like real spots with hookups too. It wasn't just yeah. like a place to park, and he shoots movies there. Yeah, which is cool. It's so cool. So yeah. I'll. Include a link to that and to Harvest Host in the show notes. Okay. But basically, it's just a really fun thing to do. And you stay overnight, whatever the accommodation is. um, And it's free, although they do encourage you to um, participate in whatever it is. If it's a a brewery. Have dinner. Yeah, enjoy dinner. Buy a product. It's not required, though, right? uh, Farms. It's not required, but but it is suggested because, as we found out, our first trip coming back across country, Mm -hmm. um, that was during COVID, Mm -hmm. and everything had been shut down. And the couple of harvest hosts that we stayed at, one was a lavender farm in Washington State, one was a llama, uh, alpaca ranch in Montana. And um, in both of those experiences, the people told us, the hosts, the owners of these, of these places told us that really it was the harvest host program that kept them alive. Kept their doors open. During COVID, yeah. when nobody else could come. Yep. But they had a self-contained spots mm-hmm. away, you know, wherever. And RVers, we showed up. Yep, and spent money. Bought the stuff, ate the food. Some visited. of our coolest pictures yeah. were at these places. Yeah, so Harvest House is super cool. All right, so how does this relate to work-life balance? You know, we've talked about really cool things we've just done, but let's tie it back to why we're here. How does this this connect? Yes. Well, okay, it is a chance to talk about our experiences with our kid in Mississippi, (laughs) which is really cool. Um, but, But it is important to balance work and life and fun and finding the fun. So we just wanted to um, share a little bit about this experience with you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for example, when we were in Biloxi, Biloxi with our kid, uh, coastal Mississippi, um, the fir- my first stop was the Biloxi Visitor Center. Well, and then I took the train tour. Of course you did. <laughs> they did not have a trolley, but they had a kicking um, historic train tour tram kind of thing you said was it i didn't get to go but it was it you said it's similar to the old school like disney (laughs) trams that picked you up in the parking lot and took you to the park she pulled like two of those carts with a jeep oh okay and uh the lady had been doing this for 29 years she knew her stories at that point doing these tours and she's a you know she's a native yeah but what was so fascinating about this tour was you know hurricane katrina which 
absolutely devastated the coastal Mississippi area in August of 2005. So 18 years later, you still see and feel the impact of that hurricane, Category 5 hurricane, um, on on the people and on the coast. And yeah. uh, it's just really interesting and overwhelming. And a lot of places, they have the waterline painted on houses and bridges and and uh, yeah. incredible. So, yeah, I'll put one of those in the show notes, too. Okay. It was just a fascinating um, history, fascinating uh, experience. And to hear people that lived through it and how it still impacts their lives. Um, oh, it's just um, incredible, hmm. really. So that was fun. Um, so <laughs> fun the, and, and sad, too. But the uh, the other stuff like we were we were trying to worry about is like the we always talk about after work kind of adventures. Right. And one of the things we got to do with our son was <laughs> he was working all day. Yeah. We were working all day, but we made yeah. sure when we, you know, he, he ended his classes and, and we ended up finishing our calls and stuff. Uh, we did a few fun things, not every night, but every other night almost. Yeah. Right. Yep. And one of those things was, of course, going out to get dinner. And, you know, when you're on the coast, we decided <laughs> we're going to hit as much seafood as, as possible. And so we toured quite a few of the different restaurants there. Some of the fun ones. So they weren't all great, but they were all great <laughs> to laugh and enjoy. We had a great time at every one of them. We did. The food we got to was try a lot was, of different um, things. Yeah. The, the, the food went up and down in some of these. Um, you know, uh, Scuba Steve's, as I call it. Uh, it's not really called that, but that's what I call it. Yeah. Uh, not great. Uh, Shaggy's, which was just cool to say. And they had live music, which is cool. Their food yeah. was a little better, and there was yeah. multiple of those. They are very well known on the coast. Yeah. On uh, coastal Mississippi. They were pretty good. It but was good. We went two times. We did. It was obviously <laughs> good enough to go twice, right? Yep. Uh, but the home run was that uh, Patio 44. Um, oh yeah that was amazing golf park everything all of us got was amazing and we got desserts and we got (laughs) drinks and every single thing was amazing so that one there was our favorite uh but you know it wasn't the same as like you know casual shaggies on the beach kind of thing but no the food was the best it was waterfront it was beautiful yeah uh, and we ended up there after disc golf, so we were a little sweaty. And <laughs> we did look out of place there, didn't we? <laughs> we, we just did. played like nice. 18 we're plus. Like, we'll just go out to the patio, please. <laughs> we're all like sweaty and t-shirts and stuff. And we walk in and everybody's dressed up. And we're like, hmm, can we sit outside, please? And they, they, they looked at us funny, but they sat us. And, uh, and they and were very cool. nice. It was yes. cool and casual. And the food was great. Yep. And uh, yeah, everything was great. Yeah. So we just joked that we said, hey, we just finished golf. We didn't say disc golf, <laughs> you know, so we just finished golf. No. So that's coming up. Yeah. So one, uh, one of the things we did on the weekend, mm-hmm. we had two weekends. Um, we went to the Infinity Science Center, which is a brochure that we picked up at the Visitor Center. And, um, yeah, that was interesting. That Mm -hmm. was uh, uh, with the um, NASA Stennis Space Center that is located right there, a little uh, north of... Right on I-10, right? It is right off of I-10. You can see it Right next to the Welcome Center, the Louisiana Welcome Center. It looks cool because when you're driving by, you see 
parts of the rockets and all sorts of cool stuff. Yeah. So it looks cool. Yeah. Um, we were like one of like three cars in the parking lot, though. <laughs> so the, we thought it was closed. We're like, hey, maybe nobody's here. It's closed. <laughs> no, it just wasn't doing a lot of business that day. We went. But, well, um, our kid was interested. And yeah. We were interested. He had gone, um, Russ and our son had gone to a space camp. Back in, Back the, in day the day, in and Huntsville. it was awesome. Go <laughs> so, to space camp. So this was kind of like, hey, they have all this space stuff, and hey, there's a guided tram tour. Hey, there's a bus tour to Stennis Space Center. Yeah, yeah, N- none of that. They canceled <laughs> all of those cool things. They're like, yeah, and they said like that was like ten years ago. We canceled. I'm like ten years ago. I'm like, it's on the brochure. You still have the brochure <laughs> saying this. But we did get to see rockets and the, the videos. ISS space capsule, the Destiny space yeah. capsule. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. And, and some of the other things were Some of the things dated, worked. A little yeah, outdated. It was a little, yeah. I mean, I guess it was still good. It was a disappointment because the two big things we want to do, they're like, yeah, we don't do that anymore. We don't take the tram out there to see stuff, which was kind of a bummer. Yeah. We kind of counted on that and one. And we looked for alligators in their little... Um, possum walk trail but yeah. no we didn't nothing see any alligators we, we actually spent more time i think in the gift shop buying t-shirts and stuff like that which so. was really cool because it was actually a gift shop a nasa gift shop yep. for the uh stennis space center so it was a lot of fun it was i mean the three of us we, we the, had a great time the, tor- the 3d tornado movie you got to choose all these different movies yeah. we chose that one that was actually good yeah again a little dated but you know it's good yeah. 3d yeah so we had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so we'll set that aside because we'll say, yeah. you know, it's a mixed bag. We still, I'd still put it in the plus side, even though yeah. it was a little bit disappointing. We had to go. Had to go. We didn't know. Um, but disc golf, I mentioned that a second ago. So uh, we had a oh my goodness. super fun time. <laughs> so we actually, Sherry and I started playing disc golf long before we had kids. And it was awesome. We were dinks right dual income no right. kids right we were we had a group of friends yeah uh, we were living in florida and we played a lot of disc golf yeah. and also beach volleyball competitive yeah. and we were good at both <laughs> but frisbee golf or disc golf is you know a lot of people don't know about it but it's a great uh game slash sport depends on how you, who you are um and it's it's got the similarities of golf uh, but the simplicity <laughs> Of frisbees, right? You don't have yeah. a whole bunch of clubs and a lot of comp. You're throwing little discs and you're trying to get them into these baskets. Um, and there's a big course. You get to walk. You get to talk with friends. You can bring snacks and drinks. And, you know, it's a very fun, uh, casual yes. event that yeah. is low stress, usually hilarious. Yes. Uh, I made sure that was true because yeah. I messed up so many times. Yep. But it was fun. We had a great And our son had never played. And you've probably seen disc golf courses or baskets and not really know know what it was because there's a lot um, in state parks and college campuses. We've seen a lot of RV campgrounds Campgrounds, that have disc golf courses. And and basically, it's the chain baskets that yeah. you see on occasion here and there. Yeah, if you ne- if you didn't know what it was, it does look strange. It's this, <laughs> like five foot basket with a bunch of chains, and that's you throw a disc into the chain so it grabs them. But uh, it's really fun, and it's a low investment. You like you need one disc, but ideally you have a few just in case you throw one in the water. Yeah. And they have uh, discs that are drivers and putters, things like that. They're different weights. But in general, when you're learning, none of that matters. It's it's a lot of fun. We're actually carrying six discs from 
30 years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> they we, played just the same. We keep in our car. Yeah, we've been carrying them since you know, back then. You never know when you're going to see a little, see some baskets. Yeah. Play a little and, disc golf. And so it was fun. We, uh, we, br- we brought it up with our son because he actually uh, played competitive ultimate frisbee. Yes, he uh, did. He's, since middle school, really. Yeah. And, and he played in international competitions, right? Over in Guam. He represented Guam. And went to the competition in France. France. That's right. In Thailand. And that was uh, um, uh, uh, sent on TV as well. Like they put it online and everything. Yep. So yeah. So he's really talented in that. But I'll be honest, that requires (laughs) a lot of skill, a lot. You got to be big time in shape, lots of running. Because it's like, that's basically like soccer. Yes. Or football from the rest of the world. Uh, But it's soccer with a Frisbee. Very different than disc golf, which is like, you know, we stand there and talk and laugh and somebody throws a disc, right? Right. Very low pressure. And also the Frisbees that you use in disc golf are very different. They are. And our Smaller, son thought heavier. it would be the same. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> He's I can like, go I with this. the old people, no big deal. It's just ultimate Frisbee. Within the first three holes, he's like, wow, this is different. And yeah, because the, the discs are different. Yeah. They're weighted differently. Now, we knew this, but <laughs> he did not know this. And so we actually did pretty good, and uh, he really enjoyed it. And so we ended up playing quite a bit over the two weeks he was here. And it was really fun. I know I enjoyed it because it was one of the few things I could still kind of keep up with him on this. Yeah, but and that we could all do together. That yeah. was casual, outdoors, uh, after work. Yeah. And um, it was so fun. And and he, our son, really got into it. He because it started because there was a disc golf course on the Air Force Base. Right. And he was near the Air Force Base. So he ended up finding this app on the phone called UDISC, U-D-I-S-C. And it's a great little app to locate disc golf courses near you. Mm -hmm. And then they have the layouts and the statistics and all this really geeky stuff about. (laughs) But it'll track. Watch out for the alligator at hole seven. (laughs) But on every hole, it'll track your distance that you throw each time. And so it'll even mark the location on the map of where all the shots are. So if you're truly nerdy and want to know exactly (laughs) how you play, it'll track every shot and tell your score and everything. And it's cool. It even made it possible for all of us to play together as a team across our phones. So all of our phones, we all tracked it separately, but they are all tracked together as a team game. So it was really kind of cool. Yeah. So he came back with the UDISC app. And then also we ended up at Academy Sports to buy discs (laughs) and equipment. Yeah. (laughs) And then he's going to get all the guys once we left. He's like, I'm going to get the guys. We're going to go play disc golf. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And anybody can play it, right? It, it, yeah. It doesn't matter your skill level, your yep. strength, anything. Yep. Uh, it's really cool. There's even, um, just like a normal golf, they have different tees for pros and men and women. Mm-hmm. And you have different handicaps if you want to, you know, allow kids to play. Like, mm-hmm. everyone can play the game, which is Plus really, I really fun. make up my own rules. That's right. Sherry just d- decides, I'm playing from here. And I, I'm not playing I'm from the not woods. I'm not going in the grass. <laughs> I'm not going in the snakes. Can you get my disc for me, please? <laughs> and we had a great time. And, and then I figured out I have a new problem, which is like <laughs> the phrase is called grip lock. I didn't know that. It's like my hand after the first game, after we played quite a bit, 
my hand was not let go with a disc, and I would end up throwing Aww. it sideways. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was embarrassing. Sad. And our son loved recording that in slow-mo <laughs> on video, so not good. But we, we all had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun and just such the perfect thing for, you know, 250-somethings and their 20-something kid, right? Yeah. So just so much fun. And we went to like five different courses. We did. Which is crazy. And we went to <laughs> twice. Did we go more than once to one of them? Or did the, everyone was just once? I can't remember if we got, I thought we hit one of them more than once. But I think we went to, we talked about going back, but then we just Oh, went that's to right. Because we kept ones. finding new ones. That's and, right. you know, a couple of the days on the weekends, we ended up playing two courses. Yeah. Like. 18 nine plus holes 9 and 18 yeah like and that was in 27 <laughs> that, that tells you how fun it was we just didn't want to stop oh, anyways we need to keep moving here okay um, all right. but this all is right. i do want to point out this is similar to in the past we used to do geocaching that's another fun with thing with our kids yeah because yeah. again anybody can do that yep. too it's it's a very like uh discovering and finding things using gps yeah and, uh, we've done that in the past this yes. is a, in my opinion a little more fun because it's you get a little bit more walking involved it's a it's a sport kind of thing where you can be competitive if you want to or you can just play sherry's rules which says you know i'm playing this <laughs> way um well and now that our kids can drink beer and stuff <laughs> that's right you walk around with drinks <laughs> that's a lot so, of fun yeah so um yeah and geocaching is actually still a thing it Very is. much yeah. um, with the National Geocaching Association. Uh, so that's definitely something to look up if you're looking for a fun kind of weird thing to do. Yeah. But fun. Lots yeah, we, fun. we started that uh, and we have friends like Paul and David who took our, that when we showed them how to play and they became superstars. Oh, in yeah. That. You know, they have thousands of geocaches. Yeah, we're like rookies compared they to them. They found thousands of geocaches and made their own. And now they're like bigwigs in the National Geocaching yeah, Association. We can't even hang out with them anymore. Your parents we're not did cool that enough. too. Yeah. They went way far with it. Paul and David will uh, now bring you to uh, disc golf so we can be at the same level again. So, yeah. yeah. Fun. <laughs> and then, um, you know, there was a lot going on also on the coast while we were there. There's this thing called Cruising the Coast that was advertised uh, everywhere for miles up and down the coast, right? Yes. It's an annual event of classic cars and just all kinds of events. The RVs and the trailers and the classic cars were rolling in. It actually didn't start until Sunday. And we left on Sunday, <laughs> yeah. but it we was got packed already. kicked out of our campground on the Saturday because they're like, oh, no, we got cruising the coast coming in. You guys got to go. But that turned out to be. <laughs> we wanted to stay one more night. <laughs> but because we got kicked out, that turned out to be a crap opportunity. That was the Harvest Host. That's right. Yeah. So we were trying to stay one more night. But if we had... We wouldn't have stumbled into this really cool harvest host. No, we almost stayed on the Navy base uh, with that our was kid our backup plan on the RV park. We talked about that last. Right. Uh, what week. I'm saying is, but that was too those, complicated. <laughs> both that and the harvest host were both because we were having to leave. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. So yes. Sorry. Yes. And so because we had to leave, if we didn't have to leave, neither of those other options would have been there. And that we, would have been sad. 
Yeah, but it, because it turned out not even better than our plan to go on base was this harvest host, and you located this. It was really cool. So yep, I just checked the app, checked yeah. the map, and we found the cozy, rosy, glamp crown, ground, and the shed barbecue and blues joint. And this is a harvest host location, and it is just out of this world in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And the Cozy Rosie is a campground, a regular campground, but they have four spaces on this little loop on the bayou. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, they it's available for Harvest Host. So you can stay there for one night for free. Um, but then of course we went into the gift shop because the Cozy Rosie is just cool. It's an old story. And um, our kid got a couple T-shirts, one for his wife, and, and yeah, they had so mugs we spent the money in the gift bits. in the gift shop, and then also uh, that night, our last night, we went to dinner at the Shed Barbecue and Blues Joint in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and it was so cool. It's an experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, eclectic is how they describe it. It just kind of like a bunch of the buildings look like they're Lean all just twos? leaning on each other, you know? <laughs> like if you push one, the whole thing's coming down like a house of cards. I'm sure it's not, but it does look like that, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And lights and uh, outdoor lights. A stage. Uh, sand. A uh, kid's area way far away from us, which yes. was great. So yeah. the kids had a great time and yeah. the music was somewhere else. It was yeah. it was great. It's huge, though. The place is huge. And the food was awesome. Awesome. It was awesome. Highly recommend Just the ribs, though. Laid back, awesome. casual, yep. fun. So, yeah, that was a for the win. And and to get there was kind of cool because we were going to have to, we had to move, like we said, we had to move out of the RV park uh, because of cruising at the coast. <laughs> um, so it gave us a chance to let our son uh, do one of these RV moves. It wasn't very far. It was like an hour, right? He hadn't been it. Well, he'd been in it, but he hadn't traveled. Yeah. Or in the RV. Yeah. So he got to help us move the rig. Now we didn't connect the car this time because it was only one hour. So yeah. you drove the Jeep separately, uh -huh. and then he and I drove the RV, which is cool. So he got to experience. We even let him drive it a little bit at, uh, at the very beginning. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a lot of fun. We, he and I got to chat the whole time and got to experience the challenges of navigating the rig down the road with everyone getting in your way and everything. He got to see our perspective from that big old windshield. Yeah. Yeah, he was even trying to say, hey, we should record the kind of conversations we're having over the radios for the podcast. And I was like, that's a really good idea. So, Oh, and he recorded in the podcast oh, studio. We let him, but, we let him, you know, privacy, yeah, we're not going to. We, we dropped him into the studio and let him play. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, that's just for us. That's, um, and so then, while we were down there, uh -huh. uh, we moved the rig Saturday morning. Yep. Um and then when we got to Ocean Springs, which was about an hour, oh, I said south, but it's actually east. Okay. Anyway, um, we went to another experience that yeah. I found out about at the uh, visitor center. It was <laughs> awesome. It was the Gator Ranch with the airboats. Gulf Coast Gator Ranch and Airboat Swamp Tour. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, everybody knows it's going to be cool just from the name. And we had not, but but so unexpected yeah. when we actually got there. Yeah, it was way better than we expected. Oh, right? 
I mean, you hear airboat, that's cool. You hear gators, that's cool. But it was even better than that. Well, and I'd point out that everywhere we were down in Mississippi, it was like, watch out for gators. Don't feed the gators. Gators here, we never saw saw a gator. gator. So we were going to this thing going, okay, we're going to see a gator. Rubberized gators floating around. Oh my God, we saw alligators. There were 120 (laughs) gators or something. And they were huge. Yes. And we got to feed them. And it was literally a feeding frenzy. Yeah. Oh, it was just amazing. Yeah, watching you throw that chunk of food over, and then they go <laughs> after it. And it is like, do you can't <sighs> imagine if you were in there. It's like, wow, it's a power. And again, at that, and that was just the walk out to the dock to get on the. Uh, that wasn't even the ride boat. or anything. Yeah, that was just like, hey, while you're waiting, it was amazing. <laughs> if that had been the whole thing, it was worth the money. The I was gator like, ranch. Yeah. It was so cool. And they had the baby gators and the. Uh, it was very cool, but also at the Gulf Coast Gator Ranch, they had a Katrina water line. They're like almost five miles from the coast. I mean, they're back in the bayou. Yeah. And the water was so high that it went up. Uh, to the to the second floor, yeah, to the second floor of the building there, which is higher than what? Higher the than fences. the fences <laughs> on either side of the boardwalk that you yeah. go down between the alligator swamps. So what happened back then? The alligators all got out. They all got out. All of them, <laughs> hundreds of alligators. They Huge like, alligators. They only got like twenty back out of the hundred and twenty or something. Right. I'm like, like, what happened to them? He's like. They all went out. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. And when you see these gators, you're like, oh my goodness. I can't imagine. Oh. That is the picture that I will put in the the, the, the show notes. I like it. Just those water lines. Uh, you at the thought of alligators floating around. <laughs> so we did the airboat ride. We got to see, they fed some gators out there, and those out yeah. there were, were free. Right, they were yeah. they free were range, free range. But and they apparently, they kind of hang out in the they same like places because yeah, yeah, they know that the yeah. food's coming, and they feed them marshmallows on the swamp boat tour. Mm-hmm. They used to feed them raw chicken, which yep. is what they feed them at the ranch. Yep. But then a gator actually, you know, jumped onto the front of an airboat with guests in the boat because they had raw chicken, chicken yeah. on the front. So they quit bringing chicken. <laughs> So chicken gets them super excited, <laughs> and they'll come join the airport. So they don't bring chicken That's anymore. That's what brings gators to the to, to the, the yard. <laughs> yeah. So marshmallows, they can throw it away, and it floats, and they'll the gators will chase it. And they are territorial, so apparently the same ones stay in the same areas out there. Or they're all robotics. I'm yeah. not quite sure. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Hank. That's right. <laughs> How's it going? Push the button. Make Hank do something. <laughs> But and then, so yeah, really we did fun. that. It was really fun, mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of hot. We finished the airboat ride and bought some trinkets there. And we had some time. We had a little time. <laughs> so what did we do with our free time that day? We went for our final round of disc golf. <laughs> yeah, the championships. Actually, two different courses. We and we speed did a speed round at the end of the, one, of the last one because it was getting dark. That yeah. was how that's how much fun it was. We were like, yeah. no. Normally we're like, eh, it's getting dark. Let's leave. We're like, heck no! I got to make these last three holes. Let's do it. So, yeah, trying to light up the iPhone so you can see where your disc <laughs> is landing, and yeah, yeah. it was kind of crazy. Yeah. And then after all of that big day, we went to dinner at the shed, barbecue and blues joint. It was so much fun. It was great. 
So okay, so this has been uh, an interesting uh, podcast for me. It's been it's been really fun to kind of relive and, and remember these pieces. But if I had to kind of bring it back to the top three things, it's how it relates to work life balance. Mm-hmm. Keep me honest here. Here's how I'd kind of do this. I'd start. I'll start with. I think it's finding the fun and and still getting the work done. Not trying to rhyme, but you know, right. you know, it's it it is always uh, the the point of this is like we're doing the work to pay for our ability to go see our son and see our kids and friends and family and have fun as we cross this great country. Yeah, right. And yeah. so that's like one of the top three things. Yep. What was yep. what was the second thing? Well, the second thing was being in Mississippi with our son and how cool it is that we could be there. Mm. Oh, I'm getting Don't cry. <laughs> that we could be there with him for two weeks. Um, you know, he's been in the Navy. He's been away for 10 years. Yeah. And yeah, he's gotten to come back. He's come back and we visited and we met him down in San Francisco and all that. But man, just the chance to just hang out and be there whenever he had time. Yeah. And and it was so much fun. Cuz we said it before like we we get to live while we're there for two two weeks. It's not like we're sitting in a hotel room waiting for him to finish his stuff. We lived down here while he was here. And so it was great. He would come over afterwards. Mm-hmm. We'd have dinner together. Sometimes we'd watch a show. Sometimes we'd go play gift disc golf, you know. But yeah. it was great. We were living here. And so there was certain nights when he was too tired and couldn't come over. Or no big deal. Night classes. Yeah. Yeah. So it was great. Um, I guess the third thing would be kind of related to Katrina and all the stuff that's down here is, you know, a lot of the thing is, is there's a lot of job opportunities to, to live this life, you know, to have this balance and travel and stuff. And re- there's a lot of remote work possible everywhere we go. I mean, obviously yep. we've met a lot of people doing yeah. this. But one of the things that got us thinking when we came down here is you kept talking about the water lines and Katrina. And there was such an impact on this area. Things like insurance jobs, right? Yep. And, and, and obviously this is just using that, that, that timeline back then to kind of remind us of these roles. But there's lots of those jobs. and that still, in- still out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it just constantly surprises us that there are so many ways to do what we're doing maintain a full-time job mm-hmm. and live work and play remote in yeah. your motorhome. <laughs> yeah. And so we were looking at remote insurance jobs kind of thing. Just kind of looking at that category it's since one, we're here. Uh, one of the big categories. And mm-hmm. yeah, there was in the US right now there's over 3100 remote insurance jobs. And like that's amazing to know that there's a lot of opportunities. So if the people that have a background in that, and that's everything from customer service to sales to insurance adjusters that come out after natural disasters and storms yeah. and stuff. There are analysts. We have a friend down in California, Paul. That's, that's right. Who works for an insurance company. And it's not just for you know the when a disaster happens. These are jobs that are you know every day, twenty four seven. These are full time jobs mm-hmm. uh, where you make a very good salary and uh, you have benefits and like the, all the things you would get from a, 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 a what we call a traditional job. These are remote jobs, that and you, you can, can travel do on the road. Yeah. And so we'll, we'll kind of share some of those in the show notes. So if you get a chance and want to know more about that, check out the show notes of this show here. We'll include links to find out more about that and how you can sign up on our uh, website to get updates about uh, those kind of roles and others that we'll be exploring over the next uh, podcast. 
Because that's another frequently asked question that we see all over the place. It's like, well, how, how? How can you do this? How can I do this? Yeah. You can work on the road? Yes. Yes, you can. So many opportunities. And so our goal with RV Work-Life Balance podcast is to share what we're learning and help anyone interested in this crazy adventure of life and work on the road. Yeah, and I want to thank all the listeners that have been listening on this podcast. If you've made it this far, great job. Good job. <laughs> Yay! Yay! And check out, the, again, check out the show notes. There's links and products in there I think you'll find interesting. Uh, and if you're definitely, if you're new, please subscribe. There's a lot of more uh, content that'll be coming out, and we don't want you to miss anything. We really want to thank you. To our existing subscribers, both on the podcast apps and on the website, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of our adventure on the road. Please, please be in touch um, by email or Facebook. Uh, that contact information will be in those show notes. And the most important thing for all of us is to make your escape. Get out here. Yeah. So are you ready to? I'm ready. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>